Hey guys, welcome back to the Horror Struck Podcast. This is the Halloween Horror Nights Podcast. My name is Miller, and this is my co-host Jacob. Hey everyone. So today we are uh, we we're a little behind. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we just started this podcast last week, so oh, uh, we want to get in a little bit of the news and speculation surrounding Halloween Horror Nights 31. Of course, that's coming up in just a few months. Past like we're getting into the summer months, and then we'll get straight into September when Horror Nights kicks off. Uh, we've seen some aerial views of uh, some of the tents and some of the houses being uh, worked on. And so, uh, yeah, so it's definitely we're getting into that season of Halloween Horror Nights and speculation is just getting higher and higher. The excitement is getting there for a lot of our, uh, us Horror Nights fans. Um, so, yeah, today we're going to be talking about both of the spec maps that have came out so far, the speculation maps for Orlando specifically. Um, there's one that came out, I believe, 10 or 11 days ago, which is the second one, and I think within the last month, the first one came out. And there's a few changes between the two. We're going to start off by talking about the first one, and then work our way into the second one. And then uh, to close out the episode, we're going to talk about a little bit of the news that, or rumors and speculation that we have so far. So, um, Jacob, do you want to kind of say anything on your part before we get into the spec first spec map? Yeah, uh, just... First, I want to. I'm actually curious to know when we are going to actually be getting some some actual news about 31. And I'm curious to know if if they're going to do like pre-COVID. Remember where they would kind of lead up to the to uh, to Halloween Horror Nights before the opening night. If they release a little bit at a time, like a couple months ahead, or if they're going to do like last year where they just kind of dropped everything at once. Yeah, that is very true. I think the only thing we figured out last year is I think we knew about Beetlejuice, of course, because it was a house during COVID, which came out, I think it was the last couple of days of operation when they were doing their little COVID uh, Halloween Horror Nights during the daytime in 2020. Yeah. And then um, they also did, of course, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and Bride of Frankenstein Lives were the other two that came out that year. And we kind of knew those were coming back. And we knew Puppet Theater was coming because they dropped a little documentary on Peacock uh, the end of 2021, and they teased the house with some of the uh, creators. And and, um, I, and so, I'm pretty sure Wicked Growth was uh, was had already been scheduled for that 2020 before it got canceled. And I'm pretty sure that yeah. just kind of came over to uh, last year's. Yeah, a lot of it was planned for uh, 2020. I think the one thing I can recall that was changed was um case files on earth was originally supposed to be at billy eilish house yeah and billy eilish ended up changing her image from the very like dark and kind of gothic pop music to more like relatable she did the bond movie and she became more of like a like a kind of a very um a very kind of clean artist i don't i don't know if clean's the word but she became she kind of tried to change her image right uh, away from that like darker tape. away from the horror yeah away from the horror side because her videos for um what was it called? Uh, Where Did We Go, I think was the name of the album, or the one that had, like, Bad Guy and stuff on it. Um, that um, album was very dark, and her music videos were very, like, horror-centric for it. And then she kind of got moved into the um, the aspect of the Bond movie when she made the soundtrack for that and became a little bit more clean and a little bit more, like, changing her image away. Kind of less that. edgy. Yeah, less edgy is a good way to put it. She kind of, she's grown up a lot too. Right. So, I, I mean, everyone changes like as they grow up. And I wonder uh, if, if that Billie Eilish kind of led into The weekend here, which we'll get into later in the episode. That's a good point. I think Billie was really big at the time. I think she was winning uh, a couple of her Grammys for her first or second album around that time, like the beginning of 2020, maybe 2019. I, I don't keep up with like awards as much as i probably should yeah i don't but i know i know she was she was very popular at the time and i think she would have been a big headliner mm -hmm. for 2020 
Uh, and I think, I, and I know a lot of people are very, like, not okay or just are not uh, cool with, like, music houses because uh, ho uh, Hollywood does them a lot. And I know a lot of people just, like, think they're kind of corny, they're kind of cheesy. I remember one I think we watched the video for a couple years ago when Black Sabbath did one yeah. in uh, Hollywood. And I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought, I think incorporating music in a house is actually pretty cool. A lot of people don't like it because it comes off as kind of corny and cheesy. Yeah. Um, I guess it comes but... down to musical taste or maybe not. Maybe just people don't want artists in it. But I'm a big fan of Black Sabbath, so I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So how uh, Hollywood, from what I've seen, does more of like a lot of more like rock artists. Like I know they did. Um, of course, they did the Rob Zombie Scare Zone. Yeah. Um, here uh, was it Hellbilly Deluxe? I think it was yep. a couple years ago, and that was actually a hit for a lot of people. And they did House of Thousand Corpses, which of course isn't music based, but it's made by Rob Zombie, who's a big like metal rock artist. Um, yeah, and Vamp eighty five had some rock. A little or, bit. You know... It was more. It was more tied to the time. Yeah. Um, more than like an actual like artist and then hollywood i know i'm trying to think they did um like i said they did they've done a couple of houses like where slash does the music for it they did the black sabbath house and then they did um what's his name uh a lot like uh alice cooper that's who it was they did an alice cooper house as well okay and i know hollywood people tend like people who go to hollywood's event i've heard tend to like those houses some do some don't and like you said, it comes down to music tastes. But yeah, uh, it all comes down to personal preference. But yeah, getting getting back to thirty, we kind of went on a tangent about music houses already. there. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, getting back to thirty, uh, I mean, really, we already knew about maybe four houses that were confirmed, like kind of like stitched up before uh, the end of the summer. Yeah. And then I believe it was the middle of the summer. They're like, here's the rest of the house lineup. Here's the scare zones. Here's the shows. So like they released, I think it was like we knew icons captured was coming or that might have been a week before um and we know icons captured was coming and then the week after they i think they revealed like jack was going to be the icon again for 30 um and then they're like we got wicked growth coming we have uh case files on earth of course after billy was confirmed to not come to the event scary uh horror in the heartland and uh puppet theater which we knew was coming they dropped all this and then of course all the scare zones and the shows and the spec map for that was actually pretty uh, accurate for a lot of the event. I think the one thing they didn't get right is they said, um, I believe they said that Billy was coming at the beginning of the year, which we talked about. And then I think they were saying that Gremlins was going to be one for a little bit. That didn't happen. And I know people are still holding out hope that they'll eventually get back to that. Yeah, I know that's a big IP draw. And then the other big one was... Um, Creep TV was originally going to be Creep Show. Creep Show. They were saying it was going to be Creep Show, which of course is on Creep TV. Yeah. Um, and they ended up uh, taking that away, giving us the Creep TV scare zone, and we ended up getting the thirty that we got. So yeah, spec maps are actually a good way to scale like what's going to come to the event. And more times than not, the the last iteration, like the last version we get, or close to the last version we get. Is a pretty good gauge to see what the event's gonna go off of and hopefully um like you were saying you just want some more news hopefully now that uh officially mardi gras is wrapping up it's i'm pretty sure it's over as yeah, of just last ended. weekend yep as of last weekend they got their big event out of the way and really i mean after you get out of the summer months the next big thing's horror nights as soon as you get out of the summer right that's so, the next thing Yep, and, and I mean, the, they have the uh, tickets out, they have the pricing out, they don't have all the tickets, because I know a lot of people are, are look, waiting for a Frequent Fear and Secret Fear 
plus passes for the people who have annual passes and stuff like that are planning on going for multiple days. But they have like RIP tour tickets out, um, like base tickets out, uh, ticket packages, just to kind of people who are p- trying to plan ahead and can kind of get those tickets all uh, squared away. But that's really all we have right now. And we also have the t-shirt, the first uh, like preview merch they dropped, which very kind of plain t-shirt, like nothing really given away. You have Ringer the bloody t-shirt. Hand for- yeah, ringer a red and black ringer, ringer t-shirt, very similar to what we saw last year. Uh, I believe it says how many. I have it. Someone actually actually went to uh, Orlando and brought me one, and it says um, what it says the same thing as last year. It's uh, don't go alone or something like that. Yeah, and it's got a bloody head handprint and it just says thirty one. So very basic. Um, That's basically but, like the first use we got was that logo on a wallpaper background, uh-huh. and then with the slogan on it. Yep, and that's that's really all I've gotten so far. So they're not really letting us know too too much. Maybe they're just waiting for uh, Mardi Gras to get out of the way to get close to the event. So now that we got all the general stuff out of the way, uh, let's let's get into the first version of the spec map that we got. Um, yeah, let's we'll quickly glance over this and then we'll get to the uh, the newer spec map. Um, so do you want to give us a rundown of the spec map, Jacob? Yeah. So I'll just quickly name off the uh, some of the houses we got from the speculation one map. So, at a, in the A spot, we have the Mummy versus Wolfman. This is the Universal Monsters house. Then we'll move it on up to uh, the B location, which was Seaside Village, which would have been an original house. Then we keep going up to C location, which was Fear Street in the first one. And then in the D location was The Last of Us. And then to an E location, which was The Curse of Pandora's, uh, Pandora's Box, excuse me. And then the F location was El Chupacabra. And then the G location, which was Underground Creatures. And then we'll move it on to H location, which was The Evil Dead. And then to I is uh, Halloween. And then the last one is The Weekend in the J location. And that's actually a new location, which we'll talk a little bit more when we get the second spec map. Um, that's behind, or that's like kind of inside or behind the Fast and Furious queue. Right. Um, and of course, on this map that we're looking at, they did they, none of the scare zones are known. Of course, they're all in the same locations that we're used to. And the only show they have confirmed is Marathon of Mayhem, which kind of seems like it's going to be a staple from now on. Yep. All right. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the first speculation map. Of course, this came out like around a month ago, I want to say, from where we recorded this episode. At the it end was of March April. 16th. March 16th, so yeah, we're we're a little over a month removed from that one. Right. Um, and then we also got a spec map, which was what, about 10, 11 days ago, Jacob? It was April 14th, so yeah, less than two weeks ago. Yeah, less than two weeks. So we're um, a little late on it, but we'll still cover it. Yeah, because we haven't got a third one yet. So once we get a third one, I'm sure we're going to do another video on that one. But we just kind of want to get uh, just kind of the rumors and speculation in this kind of dead period before it all kind of starts to hit us. Right. Um, so, Jay, you want to go ahead and read off the second spec map, and then we can kind of compare and talk about the differences and the changes they made? Yeah. So, I'll go ahead and start with the big one already, right here on the Speculation 2 map. Uh, we're going to start right at the A location, and this house is Stranger Things. Um, yeah, and once again, this is the kind of concert building with the uh, big plaza out front. Yep. And we've already got some pretty big news already, less than two two weeks out of this uh, speculation map already coming out um so there's a couple of rumors a big one is that a lot of people are saying that stranger things is not going to be a part of this year's Halloween horror nights right that was news that broke actually or like rumors that came out like 
the today this weekend right um because of course um before we like we were talking on the spec map one um it was fear street which i know a lot of people online were talking like it's kind of irrelevant by now uh fear street came out last year all three parts came out last year and if it was going to be a house, that it might have should have been one last year. But now it's kind of lost kind of its traction in a way. Yeah. I know there's still probably a lot of fans out there for it. But uh, Stranger Things has part one and part two of season four coming out over the summer. And it would just be a more relevant thing. And I know a lot of people are going to be out there like, we've already had Horror, or we, Horror Nights. We've already had Stranger Things um, two years, in, like two years. It hasn't been in a row. Or it was in a row, but we haven't gotten it in two years because of COVID year. And then we had last year. Um and I, I thoroughly enjoyed both those houses. I know a lot of people didn't like the second one compared to the first one. I thought they were both, like, very well done houses. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I think what a lot of people didn't like about it was the the mashup of both uh, season two and three. Yeah, they, they really tried to cram it both in. I think you could have easily just done two or three. Yeah. Um, and then save the uh, third season for a later year. But I guess they just went ahead and just obviously they went ahead and just mashed it together. Yeah, they struck while the iron was hot because I believe season three came out the year that they did that house. Yeah. So, but yeah, so the rumor is now like you like Jacob was saying was Netflix isn't might not even have a hand in this event, which is huge because that's one of the big headliners. Whether it is Fear Street or Stranger Things, that's a headliner house. Right. So it's it's interesting to see what and if they end up retaining this license or what they'll replace it with because this year is not a surprisingly it's not a heavy ip year it seems like from these spec maps or not from the second one at least if we want to be more yeah specific and going back to netflix thing i I wonder if this is because of all the stuff that's going around with netflix and their viewer droppage so i wonder if universal is either wanting to just get away from netflix or if netflix maybe was asking too much for the ips i'm not even sure um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll find out if Netflix end up ends up actually dropping it either when the next spec map comes out or whenever the official announcement comes out to be more or press release but, to be more specific. But from what people are speculating and saying is that it's almost guaranteed that Netflix and Stranger Things are n- not going to be anywhere near Universal this year, which really stinks because I I'm actually really hyped for this new new season of Stranger Things. I think. It looks like it's like gonna be a very like darker take. It's got a lot of uh, different settings to it. The characters seem more mature. The of yeah. course the, the upside down looks awesome from the trailer we've seen. Uh, the newest trailer, if y'all haven't seen it, definitely go check that out. Uh, they show. I, I don't know if I want to spoil the trailer for people. Ah, but let's just ahead. say, let's just say there is a creature in the upside down. I'm not gonna spoil it too heavily. Uh, that's shown in the trailer. And it just looks so cool. Like, I, I think that would be a really cool thing to see in the house. But it, I, th- I definitely think it would be a bummer to not see Stranger Things come to the event. Um, just because it, it is, like, it's coming out at almost the perfect time. Like, over the summer, it's going to lead straight into October. Getting So people are going to have plenty of time to have been able to see the series. And it's, like, a huge IP draw, too, because it's going to be what drives in a lot of people. So I'm just curious, if they're not going to have Stranger Things, then what it is going to be here in this location. Right, and, it, and it's like I said, I just feel like every time, I mean, regardless of your feelings on the second Stranger Things house, uh, Universal tends to knock like Netflix's properties like out of the park. Like The first one was fantastic. Like The actors were great. 
the settings were great. The scares are great. Everything worked for me in that house, especially in Orlando. Say what you will about Hollywood. Um, and then uh, the second one, I know people weren't too high on just because it was a lot of cramming in the house. But I still think they did a great job of what they had. And then last year we got um, Hill House, Haunting of Hill House, which of course is another Netflix property. And yeah. I thought that was a great house last year. I did too. I thought it, it was personally one of my favorite IPs last year. And I thought they did a great job translating some of the biggest moments from the show in a series that deals with a lot of more of like mental issues and family issues. Um, yeah. And they were able to take kind of the, the horror aspects of it and kind of highlight in the house. Yeah. So, but, um, so again, I'm curious at what they're going to do here. Uh, I wonder if, if, cause it seems like what they're doing is they're going for a classic Halloween horror nights this year. So I wonder, in a way, yeah. yeah. So I wonder if, I know a lot of people have been asking for it and I don't even know if they're going to do it or not. So don't take me up on it. But uh, I know a lot of people love to see scream here. See, that's, that's the thing. Scream is a, definitely has been a kind of a, it's been very elusive to horror nights. If right. I, let's put it that way. So I don't know if you know, but in 25, um, the first year I went, they actually had a house that was The Purge. And before it was The Purge, it was supposed to be a Scream house based on the original film. And um, literally, I remember walking to the house and you could see the house was clearly like last second was repurposed to The uh, to the Purge. You can walk through and you're like, this seems like it was straight out of Scream. Like the house <laughs> seemed like it was perfectly made for Scream. And last second, uh, Universe Creator had just throw some Purge stuff on it and repurpose it. And I mean... People didn't like it as much because they know what it could have been, but I actually kind of enjoyed the house. Yeah. Because um, I didn't know what it was going to be screamed till after. But of course, and then there was even more proof of that. There was a leaked commercial. Of course, I think me and you watched the 25 commercial where they have like Freddie and Jason in the cages, the walkers yeah. walking down the cages, and mm-hmm. Jack is like spinning the wheel. And I think there was a trailer where, uh, where Ghostface was in one of them. Well, and, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it was a leaked trailer. I I don't know where I could find it. I'll have to look for it and send it to you. But yeah, he was he was in the trailer, and I'm pretty sure they had to cut it last second, which really sucks. But since then, there's been like no semblance of scream in the event, and I think this would be a great year considering. Uh, you just had the, the new, new movie come a out. A new film came out. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I I feel like this year would be a great great time to pull it out of the bag. But we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I would love to see it, but. It's just looking more and more unlikely that we may never get a Scream house. And maybe eventually, but I know. at this point in time, it's just, it just seems very unlikely. Or a Stranger Things house. I was I was actually very excited for Stranger Things to be coming back this year. Yeah, I, I am too. I mean, this isn't. we're not telling you this isn't going to happen. It's just the rumors flying around right now. Right. I mean, and hopefully Netflix brings a deal together again, like they usually do. But if not, you know, hopefully. I mean, we're, we're big proponents of... Uh, we're big proponents of original houses here, but we also do love seeing the IPs draw people into the event so they could like love this event just as much as we do. Yeah. But you know, if we don't, I mean, it's whatever we're so it's not stopping us. It's from a going. speculation map. I mean, yeah, really any, yeah. like none of these houses could be on there for all we know, but usually they're, they tend to be more accurate. Yeah. Than not. So, There's people who know a lot more stuff than we do that make these maps. So yeah. Yeah. Take that as you will. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and move on. To the next house then yeah yeah go ahead okay so we'll move up to uh the b location which on the other map was seaside village and on this one it i seems like it's only gotten a name change so we're 
on spec map two, it is listed as Dead Man's Wharf. Yeah, and once again, this is the um, this is the soundstage behind Jimmy Fallon. Right. Um, and so and Dead Man's Wharf was a it was a scare zone. It was a scare. Yes, yeah, sorry, scare zone back in 2016. Yeah, your first year. It was yeah. a scare zone over there in the San Francisco area, which worked very well for it. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this house. Yeah, I, I really like the scare zone at uh, 26. I think the costumes were really well done. You know, they had that kind of uh, Davy Jones parts of the Caribbean feel to them. Like, had a lot of like barnacles growing on them. And yeah. if I remember, right, the scare zone had like a sunken ship or like a half crashed ship in the middle of the scare zone. Yeah, it did. It had a big fishing vessel. Yeah. Well, not not um, a huge fishing vessel, but yeah, a big crash vessel in the middle of the scare zone. And then a lot of like just sea pirates walking around that were like merges of like different sea creatures yeah, like undead fishermen things yeah like yeah that. very 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 similar to the flying dutchman crew from pirates of the caribbean yeah wink um, to the other uh park in orlando but which it kind of kind of remind me a lot of the fog the john carpenter movie the fog right um i wonder if they kind of got that base off of that movie but i don't know maybe it's just a, it's a really cool concept doing stuff like undersea like creature undead pirates sea creature things yeah. i think that's i think that's a really cool concept and of course they knocked the costumes and the wardrobe out of the water when they did it in 26 yeah um, um no and if i remember correctly i'm pretty sure it won scares on the year it might have i i'm not sure i um, think it did i it might have yeah it um, won it won scares scares on the year in 20 okay yeah yeah i i think it deserved it i can't put my finger on 26 is that did that also have vamp 55 yeah vamp 55 was in that one yeah so vamp 55 this is the year they had that and then the other kind of big one was uh survivor die which was eh. some people loved it some people hated it um and i remember a lot of people were upset because vamp 55 is such a beloved scare zone for horror nights fans yeah and having uh dead man's wharf went over it kind of ruffled some feathers in the community but hey, um, I was off for it. I, I love the underwater aspect of it. See, I I agree. I can see why it won. I of course I like Vamp Fifty Five a little bit better because I like those types of scare zones a little bit more, the more interactive ones. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Damon's, Dead Man's Wharf was a tremendous scare zone with great costumes, great wardrobe. The fog coming in was really cool. The soundtrack was cool. Yeah. The set pieces scattered throughout San Francisco was really cool. Um, and I and so, I like underwater houses. And so that's why I'm excited for this to be coming. Oh, dude, wouldn't it be sick? Um, wouldn't it be really cool if they just did a uh, a house kind of like they did with um, uh, Dead Waters? Yeah. Back at, was it 26? Mm-hmm. And um, wouldn't it be so cool if they did it like that where you move? Because they said it was a seaside village in the spec map one. So wouldn't it be cool if you move through like an old little pirate town and then you move onto a boat and they kind of have the same effect that uh, the little sunken... Uh, boat steamboat did yeah had. with like and, um, the uneven ground where it kind of moves up yeah. underneath your feet yeah i think that'd be cool i feel like that would be really cool all right so now we'll move over to the sea location on the last spec map that was the uh, fear street yeah and so, which we talked about yeah and so now in the speculation 2 map it is now changed to bug house yes and from what i've been hearing about this one or what the community thinks this one is going to be they're thinking this one is going to be kind of like those old monster movies, like the big spiders, the big cockroaches, or like 
the fly like if you've ever seen the fly movie like kind of like bug like horror uh type things which that doesn't settle with me i i hate yeah, spiders no. i hate spiders um i already hate going into uh was Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey at Islands? Yeah, to the uh, uh, big spiders in the yeah Aragog, Aragog yeah. in the Forbidden Forest. I oh that scene, <laughs> I hate it. I always have to like kind of like cringe a little bit when I go through right, it because yeah. it just it creeps me out. So I mean, I'm gonna go through this house. I'm a I'm a Horror Nights completionist at heart. I got to go through all the houses, but this is definitely the one I am kind of a little nervous to go into. If I'm gonna be honest, a little. The, I don't want to say the least excited because there's another one on here. For yeah, a there's a, a similar one that's on this map. Um, but uh, this one, it's definitely going to be interesting. I think a lot of people are either going to hate it or love it so far, depending on your relationship with bugs and big yeah. creatures. Um, Which I can imagine there's not a lot of people who uh, love bugs. So, Yeah, you'd, you'd be surprised. There, I bet there's a few out there, but... Uh, not me specifically. If I see like a big praying mantis, or, like a big spider, that is not going to sit well with me yeah. like, at all. That so, is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious to know what they're gonna do with this house. How they're but gonna. But you do know, it. I mean, you go to the event to get scared. So I mean, yeah, let's <laughs> take it as you will. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just interesting that this is also gonna be in a uh, a soundstage. So they might be trying to use that a lot of that room to build these big like puppets of bugs. So. Yeah. The fact that it's in a soundstage gives me that implication. I think the community thinks a lot of the same. While I'm not excited, I definitely think it's a very interesting idea. And it should be an interesting way for Universe to pull it off. Yeah, it's going to be a creepy house. So we'll move over to the D location, which in the first speculation map was The Last of Us, which we now know probably not going to be happening, but is now is still on here. It's just changed locations. It is Universal's Monsters, the Mummy versus the Wolfman. And of course, like we mentioned on the first spec map, this was in the uh, parade building, or not the parade building, the um, the concert stage location at the very front of the park. Yeah. Um, but now, of course, we're moving in another soundstage, but this is in the back of the New York area, a little off to the right, like you're heading towards the library building facade, closer to the, uh, closer to the, Horror Night store, the yeah. tribute store. Tribute. Um so I personally, man, I am hyped for this house. I am too. And while if we want to go a little bit back to spec map one, while I do love The Last of Us, I love the game. And I of course I know there is a show coming out with uh Pedro Pascal playing Joel. Yeah. Um and I no one know no one knows just based off the spec map if it was gonna be the game or the show. Because the show, I don't know if it's coming out this year. It might be. I'm, I'm pretty be. sure it got pushed back. Right. And uh, the second game just came out, I believe, last year or two years ago. So, I mean, it's a it's a very popular game, for sure, if you have a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, regardless, it's a very popular property. The only problem I have with this, I love the way the creatures look in the game. And I love the atmosphere of, like, that apocalypse atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's more of a character story. Like, it's more of a drama-heavy, like, story. And I just, I don't know how you could translate it that well. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say The Walking Dead did. And that's the closest thing I could kind of tie it to is because it, it's not zombies, but it is at the same time. It's, like, infected people. Yeah. Trying to eat humans. So, technically, yeah, it's kind of like a zombie. But, um, I just, I just don't see it. I, I couldn't see it translating well. I would definitely be 
kind of excited for because I love the games. I think the games are some of the best games out there. And I would definitely recommend if you have a PlayStation to play them. But I just don't think it would translate well to a haunted house or a haunted maze. Yeah. And I'm actually not bummed out that it's not on this map anymore because I was not entirely too keen on The Last of Us being a house. Yeah, I, I think it goes into that idea we talked about in our introduction episode about video games at the event and how video games have kind of been misrepresented, especially like Resident Evil and Silent mm-hmm. Hill in the previous years. Yeah. And I just, and the thing with those is they're completely different games. Like both of those games that I mentioned before are meant to be huge horror games. Last of Us has horror elements, but it's more of like a drama, like story driven plot narrative game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would be interested to see how Horror Nights would do it, but I, it's not its not hurting my feelings if it doesn't show up at this event. Yeah. This year, at least. But what I am hyped for is The Mummy vs. The Wolfman. And I am a big fan of The Mummy, so hopefully we'll get to see a lot of him. Uh, the Wolfman, take it or leave it. Uh, but I want to see a lot of The Mummy, though. See, I'm kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm a, I love the Wolfman, and I can take or leave the mummy. I mean, unless we're talking Brendan Fraser getting his cup of coffee in one of my favorite roller coasters. Hopefully be up <laughs> like and running. Ever. Oh, yeah, because if you didn't know, that ride is currently down for refurbishment. I think they're relaying the track out from what I've read. So hopefully we get to see Brendan and his cup of coffee at the end of uh, the ride whenever Horror Nights opens this year. Hopefully everything will be running by then. Love that roller coaster. But I, I, of course, I mentioned on in the introduction episode, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. It's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> of course, I Universal Monsters is my favorite house that I've ever done. And I've been going since 25. Um, and I just think it was a great kind of combination of Universal Monsters. Like, they're, it's technically an IP, but Universal owns it, and we're in Universal Park. So I think it, uh, yeah. it's a great way to kind of... I think they knew how to use these monsters in a way that connects with a modern audience. Because you could see these creatures now and be like, oh, a guy wrapped in bandages or the mummy or the mummy, uh, the wolfman. I've seen I've seen this before. I've seen Frankenstein before. Like, they're not scary. Well, then Universal took it and they're like, OK, we're going to uh, replicate this for a modern audience. And they did. They kind of changed the styles a little bit while also keeping that kind of classic monsters feel to them. Yeah. And it, it just worked back at 29. And I thought, I just love that house. Every every monster got its scene to shine. And some of those scares were excellent. Like some of the best scares I've ever seen in a house. Yeah, so um, now we can take that and then focus just on these two characters, which I think they can elevate it even more. And of course, a lot of people loved, if we want to go into the Universal Monsters lore, a lot of people loved Bride of Frankenstein last year as well, too. Yeah. Personally, it wasn't as big for me. As because I all I heard for the uh the Horror Nights Light Year in 2020 when they canceled it, um when they had that house running, all I heard was how great the house was. And to an extent, I could see what people were saying, like the set design was awesome and the fur the opening scene was so cool. And uh getting to see, you know, uh, the Bride of Frankenstein have her own house was really interesting. But I just I just I don't know. I don't know if it just got overhyped to me for me, so I was just super hyped to see it and it just didn't live up to expectations for me. But um, I, that doesn't change my feeling that I'm still hyped for any house that Universal Monsters has the name plastered on. Right. Yep. I am the same way. And, and yeah. And I, I just think um, I, I've heard some people complain that they're upset that it's a versus house. Um, of course, back in 29, we got the Universal Monsters house. And I think Hollywood got Frankenstein versus Dracula, maybe, or something like that. 
I'm not too or, sure. I'm not. Or, or, I'm or not. Frank, I don't keep up with the Hollywood side, so I'm not. Or, or it might have been Frankenstein versus the Wolfman or something like that, because the Wolfman fights everybody apparently in Monsters. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think I, I I it's not hurting my feelings if that's the case. Um, I think Universal knows what they're doing. I feel like we're gonna get a little bit of both of these characters kind of shining. And in a way, I mean, Bride of Frankenstein Lives was kind of a versus house. We had um, the Bride of Frankenstein kind of taking down all the uh, Brides of Dracula, which were vampires. Yeah. In order to uh, to bring the Frankenstein back to life. That was the story of the house. Um, so, I mean, we've seen it before. And I, I just think this could work. Yeah. I do. I think... And and I I get where I get where people are coming from with their verses because I'm kind of leaning towards that side with them. Like I would love to see just you know one character in a house, but um, yeah, I think this will still be a fun house to go through. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm hoping like the mummy side we get to go in some of the pyramids and the tombs of the uh, the mummies and stuff like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And then you can kind of shift to like the Wolfman and go through some of those like dark forests and caravans and all kinds of. Stuff. I think that would be really cool and. If if it's not evident enough, because this is a Universal property, Universal cares very strongly about their monsters property, mm-hmm. and I mean I'm sure they're gonna knock it out of the park. They they always do. Um, so yeah, this is that's this one's definitely near the top for my most on your uh, hyped house. One of your most yeah. hyped houses. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. do you want to move on with the next house? Yeah, we'll go ahead and move on from there. So we'll move over to the E location, which is in that new location um, in the Fast and Furious ride. Uh, for Speculation 2, we have El Chupacabra, which was on... Um, yeah, it was on the first map, but again, this one has changed location. Still the same name, though. Right, and uh, in Spec Map 1, this was uh, The weekend, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so El Chupacabra is an interesting one. And if, before before I get into the house, uh, this location is brand new to the event. Of course, I believe this was a new location put into the event because the Shrek building currently... Shrek, if you didn't know, Shrek 4D closed the beginning of the year. And um, they've been doing construction since January, February, I believe. And so um, that house, it seems like it's going to be off limits this year if the spec maps are anything to go off of. And I wonder if um, it's going to be available after the whatever they're doing with it. Very, it's it's very interesting. We don't know what Universal has like teased a lot of things and like tried to troll people saying like it's going to be a Despicable Me continuation thing. It's going to be Secret Life of Pets like they have in Hollywood. We don't know. I think like, no one knows I, I I'm leaning more towards Secret Life of Pets, which I think is cool because I think the dark ride in Hollywood looks really cool. Yeah, if that's the case. Um. I think I think Universal needs more dark rides in my opinion, but that that's a conversation for another so, yeah. day. So I wonder if after this year, if the Fast and Furious ride is going to be a mainstay for Halloween Horror Nights. And that's the thing. I guess we're gonna have to see how well this location goes. Cause like for example, like twenty six, I think they used the um Men in Black tent for the first time when they did your least favorite house, uh chances. Yeah, chance. House. But that was the first year they used it, and since then, I feel like that location's gotten a little bit better and better every year, in a way. Well, well it's not like that far, but... Well, I mean, I mean House, of, House of a Thousand House Corpses. Of, House of a Thousand Corpses was great, and last year's Scary was... Eh, it was okay. I mean, it, it was it definitely might have been my lower tier of the houses, but I, I think they're learning how to use that location a little bit better yeah. every year. It's like, um, um, But this location, if you haven't seen the pictures on Twitter or Facebook or wherever... 
it's you can go into the Fast and Furious queue and there's just a big black curtain because I know a lot of people hate Fast and Furious, me included. The ride's kind of a <laughs> it's joke. not a yeah, it's not very fun. It's, it, it's a joke at this point. <laughs> um, the queue is cool though, but you can go in the middle of the queue and there's a location where there's just a big black curtain. Yeah, and I believe on aerial view pictures you can see it looks like there might be two tents. There are tent there are tents up. Yeah, they're, and they're I, not I, small I there, tents I know, either. I know there's one for sure, but there might be two. I think people were saying there's two actually back there. Yeah, so I I actually I'm curious to know if how big this house is actually going to be. If um, it is just one house or if it is two, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet because we haven't got another spec map lately or any real news. But you know, right. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll see what comes out. But getting into the context of the house, if you don't know, El Chupacabra is a <laughs> is a Mexican kind of folktale. Mexican, well, we'll, um, we'll say uh, just uh, the Americas. Oh, is it Americas? Because, yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's not. I don't think it originated in Mexico. I think there is still some lore there, but I'm pretty sure it started somewhere else. I need to look that up. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yes, Puerto Rico. I'm pretty sure that's so, where it so originates like, from. So like Latin America yeah. areas. But yeah, so this is like a creature that I know... If you go on Discovery Channel or Travel Channel, I'm sure you'll find people uh, like shows of monster hunters going after this creature. Um, yeah. Which it, no one knows if it's, it's it's kind of like another creature like Bigfoot where people are like, we don't know if it's real or not. Um, yeah. It's basically a big giant monster that attacks livestock. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's, if you want to put it in a way, it's like a four legged creature. Um, it's kind of like a mix of like, what do you want to say, like a, a wolf in some lores, like mixed with like a coyote? Yeah. Kind of a hyena. It's 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 hard to explain. It's just, they say it just tears apart like anything it runs into, pretty much. Yeah. It, it is a cool concept to see. Uh, for, exa like, for example, it's definitely going to be like a puppet house. So it, I, I could see it being something like, uh, you never did it, but I could see it being like American Werewolf in London where they use a lot of, like, wolf-type puppets, because mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, what the creature is, like, a four-legged creature. And it'd be cool to see them using, like, a lot of um, those kind of puppets in that fashion, coming out of, like, uh, boo holes and scare holes and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, maybe seeing, like, just people torn to shreds. <laughs> right. I could see this being a very bloody house, very gory house. Yeah, so, I and I know there's a... There's a few people who don't want this to be like a very cultural driven house, but I think I want to see that, like bring in some creators from that cultural region and have them work on this house. Um, I believe I can't put my finger on the ear. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bad with ears tonight, I guess. Um, they did La Llorona, which is another uh, kind of a Latin American folktale. And they did this a couple years ago, and I, I heard a lot of people either said it was hit or miss, but it did stay true to kind of the um, cultural kind of aesthetics of the story mm -hmm. and it worked for a lot of people uh i never got to go in this house i wish i could but i think if you stick to that kind of and I, I remember a lot of it took place in like spanish like architecture and um different like churches and the streets of like the streets of latin america and stuff like that and it, it looked like a really cool house and so i think if you do this the same way and like you said, maybe bring in people that know kind of those areas or help some of the like creative come creative takes their side and goes and sees those locations. I think that would be really cool to see. 
Yeah, so um, I, I am kind of excited for this house. Yeah, it's it's a unique house. Um, a lot of unique houses this year. Stuff that you wouldn't expect to see. Uh, it's not just your normal slashers and yeah. ghosts this year. They're, they're, they're expanding this year, so they're trying to get a little bit for everyone, it seems like. All right, so now we'll uh, move on over to the F location, which is the Men in Black tent. Um, from spec map one, it was the Curse of Pandora's box, and this one has changed to the Horrors of Blumhouse. It's got uh, the black phone and freaky. Oh boy. All right, so if you didn't know, this is in the same location as the previous two Blumhouse houses. And Pandora's Box was a house that was big in Hollywood. Um, and I believe they, they've gotten it more than once. I could be wrong. I, I believe they've gotten it more than once, though. And it's got a lot of, like, flashy colors and tells the kind of, like, the myth, uh, myth, myth, God, I can't speak, the mythology story of Pandora's Box. And they use a lot of, like, blacklight paint and a lot of bright, vibrant colors from that walkthroughs I've seen of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very hit or miss like most houses for uh Hollywood fans. Um we I've never seen it in person. I've seen some videos of it. It doesn't look too bad to me. Does I I could take it or leave it to be honest. Yeah. Which I'm glad they're not bringing it to Orlando just cuz I want to see something you know newer, original. But That being said, <laughs> I'm not excited that it's Blumhouse. And this it's not even the fact for me. I mean, I'm the same way. It's not even the fact for me that we've seen Blumhouse before and they continue to change up kind of the lineup in the house. I just, I, I'm not a big fan. I like Blumhouse movies in a way. Oh, they're very, some of them are good popcorn flicks. Like for example, Freaky was very entertaining. I thought Vince Vaughn did a great job in that movie. Yeah. Um, see, I haven't seen it and I'm just not entirely too interested in it. Yeah. It's, it's your typical like body swap, like slasher, yeah, slasher movie. And it's, it's a cool concept, but, uh, and we haven't even gotten the black phone. The black phone looks pretty interesting. Uh, from the commercial, the trailers we've gotten. Yeah, with Ethan um, Hawke in it. Ethan Hawke's in it, yeah. It looks very cool, and the kind of the mask and the the whole atmosphere and this, like, it just looks kind of, it gives a creepy vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just, I, I just don't like these Blumhouse mashup houses. I, I don't, like, I just think if you're going to do a Blumhouse house, just do the Black Phone or do Freaky. We haven't seen Black Phone yet, but I like the vibe that gives more than Freaky. Yeah, if that makes sense. I wish they would just stick to one movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, Black Phone, we, we don't, I mean, we kind of have a gist of what it's about. And Freaky, like I said, is a body swap slasher movie. And it's got a lot of dark comedy in it. And you could do that. I'm sure Universal would knock it out of the park, or I don't want to say knock it out of the park, but would give their best effort Yeah, to try to replicate it into a house. And I mean, I just... And Black Phone, I'd, like I said, I just think it, it would fit the aesthetic of a house better from what we've seen. But then again, mm -hmm. it seems like most of the movie's taking place in a basement. <laughs> yeah, there's just uh, four sides of concrete wall and a, yeah. and a, a Black Phone right in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Um, but it just but again, it gives more of a, it gives more of a creep factor to me. Yeah, but then again, the movie hasn't even come out yet. We haven't seen it, right. so we have no so idea. We can't, <laughs> yeah, we can't speak on it too, too much yet. But uh, these Blumhouse, I, I can say it again and again. I mentioned the introduction episode. The um the horrors of Blumhouse house houses, I just do not like the way they mix uh, different properties together. I mentioned it with the first one. I would love just a sinister house. Yeah, we already got we got Insidious twenty five, which I loved. I I thought the house was phenomenal. One of my favorite houses that year. And then 
we ended up getting these combo houses, these little combination houses, compilation. There we go. That's the words I were. <laughs> compilation houses for Blumhouse. And Sinister was a great section of the house. I would have loved for that whole house to be Sinister. But then we just jumped to the Purge out of nowhere. And that switches the whole tone of this, like, creepy boogeyman to yeah. multiple people with guns and knives, like, yelling at you with flashing lights. And then we jump into Insidious, which is all about, like, demons and, like, a uh, a, a ghostly realm type thing. And it had a lot of, like, blacklight, if I remember right. It's just very, like, a very obnoxious way to end the house in yeah. my opinion i mean when you're when you're putting in uh this kind of like goes back to the second string of things house but when you're putting in like three movies in a one house you're cramming it there's not really one thing doesn't get to like have its own shine you know yeah and then and then you move to the second house and they they kind of condensed a little bit but they went with two properties much like this one yeah and they did um i think it was purge election year i can't remember which year which one came out that i'm not year. too sure it was, it was Purge Election Year, I think. And then um, they did Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day. I I've, I said it in the last episode, this is probably my least favorite house I've ever done. Yeah. The, the, the transition of doing Happy Death Day and doing the room over and over and over again got kind of boring, especially from like a design aesthetic, mm-hmm. like a set design aesthetic. I understand what they were going for. Yeah. And, and just the layout of the house just didn't work for me. I think all the scares like came from behind. It felt like because the way the room was set up, and then um, just out of nowhere, you just hear the purge like uh, the little thing like the siren for the next twenty four hours. The purge is or yeah, 12 hours, it was abrupt it and because you know you're moving from that straight into another IP. Yeah, and and, and just, everything was very obnoxious, like I mentioned. And that's nothing against the purge, and I understand why they do it. It's going to continue to make money. Those movies are just big popcorn flicks like blockbuster movies that people are going to pay money to go see right but i just it just doesn't mix up for me i feel like i see the same thing every year like people in masks like yelling at me or like pointing knives at me or sledgehammers what have you and it just it just doesn't work for me and i'm glad i've heard people say they want um forever purge in in this house which is shocking to me (sighs) because people wanted to complain for years and years and years about walking dead coming to the event and then they started to get that way with the purge, and now people are wanting forever purge in this house. And yeah. I'm just like, why? <laughs> I, I'm just, I don't know. I don't like. And and if and if you like forever purge, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I just, I, I would like to see like your argument on that. <laughs> well, I'd like to just see some newer stuff. Newer stuff. And, some more original. And like I stuff. said, this isn't against Blumhouse. And maybe this is just a quick IP that Universal could just, like, put in a house real quick. And I understand it, but I think if you were going to do it, just do the Black Phone or just do Freaky. I I do not like the compilation houses. And that's kind of my piece on that. And like I said, the Men in Black tent has done great things over the years. I think we said at 29, House of a Thousand Corpses is one of our favorite IP houses, like, ever. Yeah. Um, And they did that house tremendously from the the, uh, facade outside to... The way they replicated like everything in the movie, I thought it was great, and it just shows you can do great things in that location. Yep. And so I'm, I mean, we're gonna go through it. <laughs> we go through every house. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's still definitely... it's still gonna be a good house to go through. Like we're gonna get scared. It's gonna be fun. It's just mm-hmm. fun house. Yeah. Yeah, and if it is the house, I mean, it is what it is. You gotta have some IPs at the house. Some people probably like freaky. I, I like the movie freaky, but. It doesn't strike me for a haunted uh, haunted maze or haunted house, 
And um, I mean, we don't know about the Black Phone yet. Maybe it could be like a big horror movie this year. Yeah. Um, so I'm, we'll I'll... we'll go see we'll go see the Black Phone, and then of course, if it's going to be a house at at Horror Nights, then I will watch Freaky. But yeah, again, I, I definitely think you should. It's a fun movie. Um, yeah. But so the horrors of Blumhouse, Black Phone, and Freaky, we're not too hyped on it. It's probably at the bottom of my list. How about yours? Yeah, it'll yeah. probably be close to the bottom. But I don't know. It could change when we actually go. Well, and like we said, we can keep saying it over the video. This is spec speculation. Map. We map. don't know what's going to change. It may not be there on the next one. It may not be announced. Or it is. Whichever it's, you know, it's fine. But anyways, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, the G location, which is another original house. It is the same name. It is almost in the exact same spot. It just moved across the street. It is uh, Underground Creatures. Oh, yeah. This this one, I'm not going to lie to you. This one could be very interesting to me. So I've heard a lot of people say it's not a bug house because we, we, we got the bug house. Right. The so way. that's what I was going to say. Like, what, what different? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I jumped, I jumped ahead this? of myself. This is, uh, of course, in the first tent. Like, you're moving closer to Men in Black. It's not the Men in Black tent, but it's the one closer to Men in Black. Kind of on the left, if you're walking past Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was, like, kind of what differentiates this house from Bug House? Because, to me, these kind of sound like they're going to not be butting heads, but they're kind of, to me, it sounds similar. From what I've understood from the way people are taking this one, is they're saying it could be more, like, mole people, in a way. Like so underground, not, not just like bugs. No, 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 not just like bugs. They're saying like you could have like I've heard some people think like miners could be a part of it, like underground, like in a mine shaft. I think would be awesome because we I don't think we've seen too much like that unless you want to count uh, Ghost Town, which was just a little segment of the house. Yeah, but if you're if you're going down in this like underground thing, I think it'd be cool to see um some like mole type people like some people who haven't seen the sun in like years right and if they make um, this house like super claustrophobic that will terrify the crap out of me oh yes that'd be cool and i thought about this the other day i haven't i, I don't think i've seen too many if anybody say this um we saw the movie antlers which came out last year yeah and i thought about this the movie antlers takes place in a mining town and if you remember, oh God, do I do I spoil the movie? Do I spoil Antlers? <laughs> try to try to uh, work around it. I'll I'll dance around it. Well, there's scenes in the movie where the Wendigo shows up because the movie's all based around the Wendigo, and it shows up in the mine shafts. Like at the beginning of the movie, you see the character, some of the char- main characters going into mine shafts, and I thought about it, and I'm like, could we see the Wendigo in this house? Or maybe just a whole window or a whole, um, maybe they could do an antlers house. I think they did kind of the Wendigo. I think a year we didn't go was 23 or 24. They did, um, Roanoke, you know, based on like the hidden city yeah. in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They did like the, I think there was Wendigos in the house, but I would love to see a Wendigo house. We never seen one, so and Antlers was a Wendigo movie, so I, I think that'd be, I think that'd be sick. I think, I, I think they could get antlers as an ip because you know thinking about it right now with stranger things not going to be there with no netflix ip is going to be in the year i just wondered how many ips are they going to have are they going to go to maybe like a seven three split or like a six you know i don't know and and antlers the thing i think is a very under the radar movie so if you haven't seen it i definitely go check it out 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on HBO Max now. I'm not I too believe. sure. Yes, it is on HBO Max. Um, if you have HBO Max, definitely go check it out. Um, but it came out, I think, really close to Halloween last year. And I think people were still around the buzz of Halloween Kills around the time. Mm-hmm. And so Antlers kind of flew under the radar. But it was a very like interesting, different take on like a horror movie. And I think if you took aste- aspedi- aesthetics, okay. aesthetics. <laughs> if you took aspects of that house or aspects or yeah. that aspects of that movie and put it into a house, I think it would work really well. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Underground creatures, though, the way it strikes strikes me is I feel like you're going to be going into some caves or maybe some mines. I would love mines. Um, and seeing these like mole creatures or people who haven't seen the sun in years. And yeah, uh, I, th- I think that would be really cool. I think that could be a very cool concept of a house. I'm hoping we'll get more context in the next spec map. I know. Like <laughs> highlight it because when I first saw it, um, I believe in the first, if, if you want to mention this on the first spec map, they did not have a bug house. They and did so not, I no. was, th- I was thinking this is what it was going to be like big, like bug creature things yeah. underground. Mm-hmm. But now it's seeming more like it's going to be like, people who hide out underground and yeah see like like the word creatures just it confuses me um did you ever see the movie uh as above so below yeah that could be one too because you remember they're in the catacombs of uh paris right yeah which is underground and they had creatures in that and there's another one i'm thinking of that came out um early 2000s i've heard people say tremors Okay. Which is a big, which is a big like 1990s like cult classic monster movie. Yeah. So that could be the case. Uh, I that would be another puppet house. Um this was not the descent. The descent was another big one where you remember the people go down in the caverns and uh they had those like blind creatures, sonar creatures. Um I don't know if you've um, ever seen I it. don't think no, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, so that movie it, it, it pretty much takes like a group of uh a group of people go down into a cavern. And there's like these like blind uh, bat-like creatures that come after them, mm-hmm. and I mean I could see that too. There's multiple ways they could do this, and we don't really have much like sp- like much information on what it could be, but you know we're just kind of throwing ideas right now and seeing what it could be, and maybe one of those will be right because they're all tremendously different. <laughs> yes, I kind of I kind of think I wonder if they're gonna lead more to like caverns and caves and like you know mole holes and stuff like that. It could be like that. You could do the mine aesthetic where it's yeah. like people who have been stuck in a mine for years, which I don't know. Uh, that's kind of, or you can do the tremors thing. Cause a lot of people love tremors and you could take it like with like big, um, like worm creatures kind of like in Dune. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this one's going to be kind of like the middle of the road. I, d- I don't know anything about it, you know, but, uh, again, it's not at the bottom of my list. So. Yeah, and this is kind of the one we have probably the least information on right now. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like at least from what everyone's saying. So, so hopefully we get some more announcements and actually start putting some pieces together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, we'll uh we'll jump on over to H, which is right across from uh, Underground Creatures is on this map. And this is the Wicked Growth 2. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, so I kind of like this, I believe this is in the same sprung tent location it was last year. Um, I think it is, I think it was originally where Underground Creatures was, and then this year I think it's on the other one. I'm not entirely too sure. I'm not sure either, um, but I, I, I know they were both in Sprung Tents. Yeah, so. they were. But, um, 
I know uh, there's a lot of people hyped about this house, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved it from last year. I'm just, I don't know how I feel about them turning around so quickly and then adding this in the very next year. So, I I see what you're saying. I do. I just think this was such a very, like, a, such a popular house from last year. And I think people love the aesthetic of the little pumpkins outside. And they just like having, like, a Halloween-style house. Yeah. And this is exactly that. It's got pumpkins. It's got witches. It's got, re like, Grim Reapers. It's got graveyards. It's got, like, everything that kind of entices the idea of Halloween. Right. Which I... Like I mentioned, I think that's where they're leaning towards this year is that classic Halloween. So pumpkins definitely, but um, but yeah, I mean, I've, this is I, either way. If they do this, it's gonna be incredible. I just hopefully they can kind of you know keep it up and keep it on the same par as last year's. Yeah, because that was personally one of my favorite houses from last year. Yeah, the, it was at the top of the list. Um, and of course, if you want to get into what other people are saying. Uh, I know a lot of people are wanting to see um, the Pumpkin Lord as the IP this year. Or as right, the, as the uh, icon. icon. Yeah. Uh, and which should be cool. Which should be cool. Um, I just don't know how viable it is. <laughs> right. Um, no, I think it would actually work extremely well. Again, it could because a lot of people love that character. It was a it was a very it was a very memorable scene from the house. Yeah, it was it was one of the last things you see as right. you're leaving the house. Yeah, so he would I, he would work he would work well. Um, but yeah, and regardless, if he's not the icon, I am. If this house comes to the event, I'm 100 percent certain he will be in the house. <laughs> oh yeah, he will. Maybe we'll see more of him, but that costume and the design of him was awesome. I think it was like fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know if there's really too much other to just say about this house. I just feel like it's going to be a lot of the same ideas from last year. Maybe you add a few other ideas that entice that idea of Halloween. I feel like every year it seems like now we're trying to get like a Halloween based house. Like we had trick or treat one year, which of course is an IP, but it is like, it encapsulates the idea of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I, I know a lot of people love this house last year. Yeah, and, and I kind of wish they would hold on to it for a little bit longer, bring it in a couple I, more years down the road. But I can understand I why they'd want to bring it in so so soon. I see what you mean. Um, I could see this being like a stable of the event for a while now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. I'm all for it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just interested to see like what other ideas of Halloween they're going to do. Of course, we're going to see a lot of the pumpkin-based stuff, but I'm interested to see like what else they tie into the house. Right. So with that, we'll go ahead and move on to the next house. Um, so this one is in I. This is uh, I'm pretty sure this was on the other spec map. Uh, this is Halloween. I think the only thing that has changed about this is the font change. It's in the same exact location as the other map. Actually, it's slightly different. Um, so on the first map, they had this one being in the parade building. They changed the letter. Right, yeah, yeah, sorry. Place. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's going to be in the smaller parade building, parade building. Which, of course, this is that's where um, Halloween 2 was when they did uh, Hell Comes to Haddonfield, I believe it was. Yeah, and Beetlejuice from last year. And Beetlejuice from last year. Um, but now it seems like on the second spec map, they have it moving over to the Barney location. Yeah, so, and in the first spec map, it looks like the font for Halloween was, you know, the original... Uh, John Carpenter's okay. Halloween, but now it looks like it has changed to the 2018 to the new sequel to the new uh, trilogy Halloween. 
Yeah, it definitely looks like it would be, and I, I don't understand why they would go back to the original. And I, well, okay, let me put it in different terms. I can see why they would, because it is a probably the biggest slasher of all time. Yeah. That being said, we just got the house at twenty four. I mean, of course, neither of us went that year. Yeah, but we've been getting we've been we've been getting that um, we've been getting that uh same kind of classic like Halloween style of houses for years. Like we got that one at twenty four. We got the second one at twenty six. I believe twenty eight is where we got Halloween four. We jumped three because three has nothing to do with Michael Myers, (laughs) even though I think that'd be a great house. And now I guess they're just like, yeah, well. The sequel movies or the uh, new trilogy is out, which they erase like all the canon from two through how many are they six? I think maybe six, seven. I can't. I think so. And then they have like the H two O universe and stuff like oh, that. God. Yeah, there's there's multiple timelines in Halloween, but they kind of erased all that, and they're pretty much saying now it's like Halloween, the original from 1970s, and 74, and 74. Yeah. Um, and then they said. Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween ends. This is the, the new kind of like canon, if you will. Um, and I just, I understand, I, I completely understand why they're doing this one a little bit more than the original. Because um, the the trilogy ends this year. Like the, Yeah, it Halloween, ends Halloween on ends the 31st. The, yes, it comes out in October. So yeah, like on Halloween. So, because mm-hmm. we got the original Halloween, or the reboot, I'm sorry, or the reboot sequel in 2018. And then we got, they skipped a few years because I believe there was delays because of COVID and all that jazz. So then they ended up moving uh, Kills to last year, came out in last October. Yep. And now ends is slated to come out in October this year. Yeah, this year, and, October 31st. And this just shows like, yeah, like this This makes sense why it would be instead of the original, if that makes sense. Which, I, if they're going to do this, the the most recent trilogy, I wonder if they're going to stick more to 1 and 2 to instead of 3, because it's going to be coming out on the day that the uh, event ends. So I, they, I know they won't be able to be able to give out spoilers or anything for the movie, so I wonder if it's, if it's going to be a mashup of all three. I'm I'm thinking what they're gonna do is they're gonna like you said mainly do one and two because there was a lot of cool scenes from those two movies. Yeah. I know you weren't too high on the second one. Um, yeah. Uh, but then I think because the I think two and three shot back to back. They filmed back to back, so I'm pretty sure three is done. Like I I just think they're waiting for Halloween because that's when everyone cares to see Halloween. Yeah. Um. So I think they probably have, I think they're going to have the trailers come out before then. And I think Universal probably knows like what's going to be in the trailers. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to be, you know, uh, advertising the new movie all over the place, just like they did last year with um, Halloween Kills. Well, sure. And I'm sure they're not going to like spoil anything big from the last movie. Mm -hmm. I just think we're going to get some of those like kills we see in the trailers. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get maybe one to two trailers before. Or... If they don't do that, then I wonder if they will do kind of like their own spin on Halloween, just like they did with uh, Texas Chainsaw. I think that would be really cool too. I because I, I love the Texas Chainsaw House. Yeah. And if they if they do do that, I think it I think it'll work really well. Um, that being said, I feel like if they do, they're gonna keep it with the kind of the design and the aesthetics of the new trilogy because mm-hmm. that's what's hot right now, and that's what they're gonna be trying to promote with. NBC Universal owning the rights to Halloween. So, yeah. 
I'm sure they're going to be really trying to push that, yeah, this is the new trilogy. Go see the movie. Go through the house. <laughs> yeah. So, after that, we'll go ahead and move on to our last house. Um, this is in the J spot, which on this map is in the big parade building. And originally, this is the weekend. And originally, it was going to be in the Fast and Furious, but then it changed. So... Right. and. The one, the one house I don't think we mentioned from the spec map one that got taken off was the Evil Dead, which is heartbreaking to me because it looked like the uh, original Evil Dead movie. Yeah, and it looked like it was going to be the original. Yeah, and we've never really gotten the original Evil Dead. We got the reboot, which I think was 22, 23 Horror Nights, mm-hmm. 23 maybe. Um, and then we got Ash vs. Evil Dead, which was your first year at 26, which I know you weren't the biggest fan of. I didn't like it as much as i thought i would i love the show i think the show is great and i understood a lot of the stuff that was going on in the house yeah but i i just i don't think if you want the representation of evil dead i didn't care for it as much i would love to see maybe like one and two even though two kind of teeters on that idea of like dark comedy with ash kind of becoming a not so serious character yeah um but that's why we love ash but i wonder (laughs) i wonder if it may come back on the speculation map I, I really hope so, because um, Evil Dead's kind of seen a more of a resurgence in the years. Like I said, Ash vs. Evil Dead made three seasons, I believe. Um, did fairly well. I know a lot of people waited for it to go on Netflix, and they watched all of it. Um, I don't know if it's still there, but I remember that's where I watched it a couple years back. Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of Evil Dead through, uh, what is it called? Uh, Army of Darkness. Those that original trilogy of movies is kind of like it has a big cult falling behind it. Yeah, and, and seeing and this house. That, oh, sorry. What was it? Uh, well, I think that uh, if you put it in the in the cabin like in the original movie, I think they would get a lot of good scares in it, and I think they would have done a really good job on it. So I'm just kind of disappointed that it's not on this spec map. Right, and that goes back to the conversation we had about zombies. Like, I know you're not big on zombies, but the deadites and evil dead are like really cool and the designs could have been like really cool and you could have had um like you said the cabin could have had the woods surrounding the cabin mm-hmm. um seen some of the characters from the original movie because this is before ash was like the standout character yeah uh, ash didn't really become standout character so evil Dead too so he wouldn't have even been the focus of the house um but i know a lot of people love the original movie and it still had a lot of that horror aesthetic to it before it kind of took that dark comedy turn which I love the movie. I love the Evil Dead franchise. I'm excited for the game that's coming out in less than a month. Yep. Um, But, I mean, whatever happens, man, I mean, maybe it'll come back. But if not, I mean, it was meant to happen. Maybe we'll see it somewhere down the line at another event. Right. So let's move to the weekend that is in this location. Um, How do you feel about the weekend coming? Did you know I love the weekend? I do know. I I, I I absolutely do know. (laughs) Um. He's one of my favorite artists, so I'm kind of biased on this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm super excited for this, uh, especially if he takes the aspects of uh, After Hours and Dawn FM, which came out this year. Yep. Dawn FM came out this year. After Hours came out two years ago. And those are two of my favorite albums. Like, I know After Hours, I, I, I'm still listening to Dawn FM like, consistently, trying to kind of see how I place it. But Dawn, uh, After Hours is one of my favorite albums of like, all time. Yep. And um, I just love it. It has that kind of, and I could see kind of the 80s, like 80s aesthetics that it has tying in with Horror Nights very well. Yeah. Um, 
and I know this is probably the closest one we have to being uh, confirmed. Confirmed. Um, of course, the weekend, Abel himself went out on Twitter and was talking about. Um, uh, he had a few comments know, on uh... Horror Nights. Horror Nights Nightmares on Twitter went out after this kind of the first spec map came out mm-hmm. and people there was an uproar people were like the weekend the weekend isn't horror like this isn't halloween horror nights like yeah okay how can this be on the map like this doesn't make any sense and uh horror night night horror nights nightmares came out in like a kind of a mocking way and tagged different pictures from his music videos which um the after hours through dawn fm has a lot of like horror imagery tied into it yeah if you haven't watched them i would definitely recommend watching some of those videos even if you don't like the music but so they said but the weekend isn't horror in like kind of a sarcastic way you know with the uppercase lowercase font yeah like in a satire and way the the weekend quotes we did it and put the knife emoji the blood the blood drop emoji and then the eye emoji and this was on March 16th so very shortly after the first spec map came mm-hmm. out and then move forward to April 3rd um like kind of in between that like lull between the first spec map and the second second spec map so like the weekend was the one, the big talking point for the horror, the first horror night spec map. Yep. Just because of like how controversial I could say it's controversial. The word, I, I guess we'll use that yeah. controversial. It is for the horror nights community. And, um, he said on April 30, he said, I just noticed that the too late in your eyes videos are restricted on YouTube. <laughs> LOL. I guess I pushed it a little. I know Halloween horror nights love them though. <laughs> so I, I mean, this just seems like it's like the way that the weekend has gone out there on Twitter and, talking about um yeah like he's not exactly keeping it a secret yeah he uh, this seems like it's the closest one we have to being confirmed like yeah i I would i would be shocked unless something happens like the netflix deal and like abel drops it but abel seems like he's like very into doing this idea yeah um and so that sorry and that brings up uh, a few questions from me so i wonder if he is going to have like an actual i mean obviously he'll have a hand in making the house but i wonder if he's if they're going to kind of base it on his music videos or is if he's going to actually have uh, making his own house. I'm sure. I'm sure um, he'll have to collab with them on kind of the ideas. Uh, I'm sure we'll see stuff because he, he has a big hand in all of his music videos. Of course, like many artists do some artists don't. Um, he kind of, if you've watched the after hours, I know you probably haven't, the After Hours music videos and the Don FM music videos tie together kind of a narrative that he's trying to portray through his albums. And After Hours kind of took this idea that was very dark and um, took the idea of the, if you look on the cover of the album, it has The Weeknd playing this kind of like demented character with a bloody nose. And sometimes he has sunglasses, sometimes he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that character is in the music videos kind of like a, a psychopath in a way. <laughs> Like, there's one video, I think it was the In Your Eyes video, he's literally chasing a girl through, like, a nightclub and gives you very, like, slasher vibes. And then there's the Save Your Tears video where he's, like, a creepy-looking, like, plastic surgery version of yeah. himself. And it, it it's pretty disturbing. I remember it was memed when that video came out, like, all the time. <laughs> and then, um, what's the other one that was around that era? I can't, I think it was Too Late. That one was really cool because you have literally the weekend getting like, you have two Hollywood girls obsessed with plastic surgery, like killing a guy and taking the weekend's head and like stitching it onto a, to this muscular guy's body. 
And it's it's like very horror centric ideas. And After Hours had like a lot of that in the music videos. I was trying to tie together a narrative. Um, Don FM literally the whole purpose of the album is, uh, I believe Abel said himself on Twitter. It's kind of like you're in you're on in the between like purgatory. And yeah. It's like mm-hmm. uh, the the track opens like you're listening to the Don FM radio station mm-hmm. yeah. as you're making the transition from like dying to the afterlife yeah like you haven't died officially yet but you're yeah. like in that in that tween stage and what's really cool if if no one's listening to the album is jim carrey kind of narrates it uh <laughs> oh i actually didn't know that yeah the really? weekend got jim carrey to um he does the opening track and the closing track <laughs> and he kind of introduces you to the album kind of gives some parting words that kind of tie everything together and it's it's really it really kind of shows in the music video. There's a lot of uh, music videos, I should say, for Don FM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so far we've gotten Gasoline, Sacrifice, and I'm trying to remember what the other one is. It just came out not too long ago, but that one didn't have as much to do with the horror aspect- aesthetic. Out of Time, that's what it was. That was the newest one that came out. And the first two had a lot to do with, like, that purgatory aspect. Like, it showed a lot of, uh, like, he was in dark clothing, and he keeps seeing these visions of, like, an older version of himself. And he sees all these um, distorted, like, women who change their appearance from looking, like, incredibly beautiful to, like, Mm -hmm. distorted and undead in a way. And I don't know, just the imagery that he hides in some of these music videos is very dark and very could work very well in Horror Nights, in my opinion. Of course, I'm I'm excited because I love his music, and I would just love to hear that music just blasting through a house. Yeah, and I can see why some people would be skeptical about the house, especially if you're not a big The Weeknd fan. Right. It's for this the same. This the same thing people were saying about the Billie Eilish house. Right. Yeah. When that house was rumored, I remember a lot of people were like, "Why are we getting a Billie Eilish house?" Like, I don't like a lot of people don't care for Billie Eilish. I I've recently just started getting into her music after I listened to that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my sister is a big like fan of hers, and she kind of got me into Billie Eilish's music, and I, I think she has a fantastic voice. But that being said, it was very controversial because a lot of people just are against the idea in general of music houses coming to the event. Right, yeah. And even even in a way, I remember people who um, people weren't too thrilled about Rob Zombie in 29, but I mean, it. I thought it was a decent little scare zone. I thought... The music blasting the scare zone worked, yeah. um, but you know there's a big difference between a scare zone and a house. So right. I can see why people are a little upset about that a little bit more. But we'll just have to but see. I I think if you have uh, the weekend because I think he has some great ideas. Um, I think if you tie the weekend, uh, having his ideas combined with Universal Creative, I I think they can do a great job. Yeah. Now that being said, I don't think it's gonna be the scariest house. I don't think it's gonna be the comedy house. I think it's its own thing, and I think with the kind of the spread we have in the spec map this year, we got a little bit of everything. So, right. Um, I think y- you can't be too upset. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Netflix deal with Stranger Things, see what replaces that, or if it gets taken away. Yeah. But um, I, I just wanted to ask you before we move on to this the one scare zone that we have speculated <laughs> in the shows. Yeah. Is there is there anything you're shocked that's not on this map? Um. So actually, I think I am shocked that uh, that the Evil Dead is not on here. Yeah, and we we kind of talked about that. Yeah. that was one, that was one I thought that would be like on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
One that I'm shocked, which I think is kind of speculated for Hollywood, at least it was as of the first spec map, was I'm surprised we're not getting a Jordan Peele's Nope. Yeah, so I'm actually, I, I think you might could see that coming up. Um, um, I know, because we got Us in 29. It personally wasn't one of my favorite houses. I thought some of the design, I, I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I actually, I've loved all the uh, horror movies that Jordan Peele has done so far. Um, I actually, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know if I'll get flack for this. I still need to see the new Candyman. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, I, I really want to watch it, though. I just haven't gotten the chance to see it yet. Yeah. Um, which That's another one I think a lot of people are surprised hasn't shown up. I know it was speculated for last year's event, too. That was another mm-hmm. one that was flying around last year. Yeah. It didn't happen. Well, now we have uh, Nope coming out. We, I think we only have one trailer out for so far. And it comes and, out before October, right? Before September. Yes, and yes it does. Um, and it's speculated for Hollywood, I believe, as of now. And I don't know if they've come out with a second spec map for it yet. Because I'm pretty sure that, Jordan Peele and Universal, they have an agreement or something like that, right? They do. Jordan think, Peele, um, he, came, he came and they worked together and collabed on us. I, I'm, I think he's a big fan of the event. And so... Seeing Nope on the Hollywood one doesn't surprise me as much because I feel like he has a better hand in like the Hollywood one than he would at Orlando. Um, but I- I'm surprised we don't see that. We don't even know what the movie's about yet. Yeah. I mean, there's sure there's plenty of theory videos out there that think they can put it together. Um, and honestly, with a lot of Jordan Peele's movies, we don't know what the movie's about till we see it. <laughs> um, which I think why he's such a great filmmaker. Yeah. But I'm surprised that's not on this list. Uh, Candyman's another one I could think could work maybe better than Nope. I mean, I can't speak on Nope yet because it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Um, I think Candyman could work well because it is literally a slasher in a way. Yeah, but I wouldn't be su- it, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Nope. Yeah, yeah, I could see that one showing up maybe later. Uh, yeah. I, if, it, if it shows up at Hollywood and they can't tie anything down with Netflix, it would not surprise me if that house ended up coming to Orlando. Mm-hmm. The other one that I kind of surprised has not appeared on any spec maps considering universal and NBC universal owns it is Chucky. Right. Um, I know they had the show come out the end of last year and they even had a little like a uh, photo op location on the little bridge between Simpsons. Yeah. In front of men in black. But, uh, yeah. In front of men in black. And it was just a photo op location and the show came out last year, and I mean, I enjoyed aspects of it. Well, they had a, they had a scare zone a couple years prior. They they did have a scare zone a couple years ago. I'm just surprised that as popular as Chucky is, he's not getting like that much um, showcased at this event. Yeah, but maybe they're maybe they're maybe they're kind of like tired of him in a way, like letting him kind of letting that IP kind of rest because I'm sure it'll come back somewhere yeah. down the line. I don't know if he's doing. I know he's done the terror tram in Hollywood for years past. I don't, I think he speculated to not be on it this year. He might be, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm just surprised he's not a part of the event. Cause usually even if he's not at the event, how much merch have you seen where they throw like Chucky on it? Yeah. Every year. Well, every year. well then again, we also have four unknown scare zones and we're also five months out from Halloween Horror Nights 31. So, right. All right. Well, yeah. So those are the, those are the ones I think I'm surprised that aren't on here, but like we said, things could change. 
as soon as we get another spec map, I'm sure we'll do a video on it. But uh, before we, do you want to go to the scare zone? Scare zone? Yes. Singular? So there is only one scare zone named right now, and the name is Scarecrow. And that one's in the end location on the map, which is Central Park. Which Scarecrow, if it's based on uh, the Reaping, the house that came in 26, which yeah. is one of our favorite houses, one of the scariest houses that Universal's ever done. I think using that kind of those like trees and uh, using that area to be like a scare zone area could work like bring in more of the corn stalks and stuff again. Oh yeah, you put those out on the sides because you know they can go over the gate around like Cafe La Bamba and stuff like that. Yeah, and put it out, and I think that'd be awesome. I think I think, I think that could make zone. a good case for a scare zone of the year, or maybe even put like some. Uh, do you remember what year was it? I, I, I believe it might have been twenty nine where they had the uh, big church outside of the scare zone remember yeah and it was like all decrepit you could do something like that with like a like a barn or something like that i think it'd be really cool yeah like if you put like a little mini barn or somewhere i yeah i think that could be a great scare zone and if we see some of the same costumes from the house in that location that could be awesome yeah it's gonna be a good one and then we have uh two shows one has kind of become a staple of Halloween Horror Nights at this point, at least since 29. Uh, that being Marathon of Mayhem, which I think we talked about in the introduction video. Yeah, we uh, did. 29s was awesome. 29s had all those 80s, colorful, vibrant IPs. Yep. 30, 30 went the route of trying to showcase the IP, like some of the IPs they had being Hill House and Texas Chainsaw, mm -hmm. and also showing off the icons. And it had a lot of like darker colors. And I know a lot of people aren't vibing with it as much as they were uh 29s us included yeah and the other show the other one the other show is located in the fear factor building where last year we got uh nightmare fuel which i think was a pretty good show i i enjoyed it a lot better than um academy of villains yeah i was I, not I a big fan of that one i will always miss villain ted I, I I think every Horror Nights fan can attest, Villain Ted was like a staple of the event. It was, and it was so much fun. It, I, I loved all the references that it made every year in pop culture. Yeah. Um, uh, we could, I feel like if we wanted to, we could make a whole episode about how much we loved the Villain Ted show from when we were going to it. But Nightmare Fuel was a, a really cool show, and they used a lot of, Universal used a lot of their own like actors, if you didn't know that. Um, they used a lot of their own actors to make the show. And uh, a lot of their own talent. And I thought they did a great job with uh, what they put together in that show. Yeah, and all the fire and everything made the... The, the, uh, the, pyro, the pyro was great. The yeah. dancing was great. The music was awesome. They even tried to tell... They even like told a pretty cohesive story through it. Compared to Academy of Villains, where I feel like they tried to attempt to tell a story. <laughs> it was it just kind of fell through. Yeah, and I think I think Academy of Villains was cool the first year. But then again, it was a side. It was a sideshow to kind of Bill and Ted was still there. Yeah. So you kind of had like a little mix of everything. So I, w I wouldn't be surprised if they had another um, Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, Nightmare Fuel show. If they probably just keep them coming. Which I wouldn't be mad about. I thought it was a pretty entertaining show. And of course, when we go on the RIP tour, we get to go to the show anyway and get like good seats. So. Yeah, but it, again, it's it's not too important for me. I could you know take it or leave it. Um, I, that's just I my personal it. preference. Well, see, I enjoy it cause it's a nice little break to sit down after right, yeah. running through all the houses and stuff like that. If you're doing the RIP tour, if you're doing the RIP tour. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you have multiple, I'm sure if you have like 
a frequent fear pass and are going multiple nights, I'm sure you'll probably watch this watch those shows like multiple times. But yeah, I mean I I think that would be probably the best way to go down is do another nightmare fuel because it was a very popular among the community last year and i think i think they kind of made it like clear that bill and ted's done when they did the last show at 27 i think they said yeah that bill and ted's done which is unfortunate it is unfortunate but i guess bill and ted i'm surprised they didn't bring it back because they just had that third movie come out within the past two years yeah and i think i think universal was starting to see that like bill and ted was getting outdated then they came out with the new movie um which of course is unfortunate, but you know it was good while it lasted. It is what it is, <laughs> and I guess they got to evolve their entertainment, which makes sense. So yeah, but yeah, and then of course the attractions are all the same attractions that we've had open before. <laughs> hopefully, Mummy. Hopefully, Revenge of the Mummy. Hopefully, it is because I love that ride. I, I you. I feel like that's a staple. That and Rip Ride Rocker are staples that you have to ride. Yeah. But yeah, do you have uh, anything else you want to say about the spec maps? Anything about the houses, the scare zone shows? Anything? Uh, nope. Just uh, I'm pretty excited about this this uh, this year's lineup so far. I know it's only a speculation map, but uh, hopefully we start getting some more announcements soon. Yeah, and of course we'll be here as soon as the announcements come out. We'll be recording episodes on uh, the news that's coming out, and if another spec map comes out, I'm sure we'll make a make a podcast about that as soon as it comes out. We're a little behind, like we said on this one, so we were trying to cover the ground of. Two spec maps and some of the news that yeah. rumors that came out in the past couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I know we're really enjoying doing this, and as soon as we get some news, I promise we're gonna get a podcast out on it. And we do have some some other episode ideas, so stay tuned. Maybe we'll have another one out next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, just whenever we get a chance, we're gonna put some more episodes out. Yep. But yeah, I, I appreciate you guys if you made it through this video. I know it was a little lengthy one, but we had a lot of a lot of ground to cover uh, within the past month and a half of speculation coming out and rumors coming out. Um, yeah, I hope you'll stick, you'll stick around to the, uh, the podcast. Hope you'll follow us. If you enjoy our content, if you enjoy our, our horror nights content and, um, appreciate y'all listening. Um, so I guess we'll just see y'all next time. See y'all.